Hi folks, Chocolate Yoda here, spelled Y-O-D-D-A-H, because film studios are litigious. And uh, today, I'd like to talk about um, marriage and a couple of concepts around that. I was just listening to some social justice warrior, and uh, I'll be honest, they annoy me. Um, even the, the wording alone, it's like calling yourself a social justice warrior to me doesn't make any sense because you're not fighting anything. You're not actually fighting. You're just talking and that's okay. It's good. But, you know, calling yourself a warrior under those circumstances is kind of dumb. But anyway, when I'm not Chocolate Yoda, I'm a keynote speaker, seminar leader, coach, and consultant. And I'm also a wedding officiant. I'm the guy who uh, stands up and marries the couple. And uh, in this case, I'm going to talk about a heterosexual couple because this is just the language of uh, of the wedding that I'm going to read. So I have a template for how to conduct a ceremony. And in that, and by the way, I, I've been to, I don't know, a couple dozen weddings uh, I've performed three myself, but I've been to a couple dozen, and I've seen weddings on television. I've seen weddings in films, and every wedding I've been to has two things in common. And uh, one is the 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 language, where, like for instance, I will turn to the man, and I'll say, "Will you have this woman?" to be your wedded wife, to live together in the bonds of matrimony, will you love her, comfort her, honor and keep her in sickness and in health? After the man answers, I turn to the woman, and I ask the same thing. Will you have this man to be thy wedded husband? I don't know why I changed it to thy in the second one. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, to live together in the bonds of matrimony, Will you love him, comfort him, honor and keep him in sickness and health? Okay, so here's the two things that both of these things have in common. And again, I've seen this in every single wedding I've either attended or I've seen on television or I've seen in a film. They all have this, right? So one is... The language of, will you have this woman to be your wedded wife, right? After a couple is married, the man refers to the woman as his wife. And after the woman is married, she refers to the man as her husband. My wife, my husband. Yes, that is language of possession, but if we're going to be silly like these social justice warriors and suggest that that is the same kind of possession as owning a car or owning a house, you're just being ridiculous. Of course, it doesn't literally mean you own that person like a possession. It means a lot of things. It means I am going to be with you. I am going to protect you. You are mine. I am yours. It's a bond. It's a commitment. God, I hate it when people are 
dumb and just and just try to make things something that they're not. But that's the first thing that this language has in common. Here's the second. And again, never been to a wedding, never seen a wedding anywhere where this word was not included. And the word is honor. I will honor her. I will honor him. And I don't care if it's a husband and wife, husband and husband, wife and wife. Doesn't matter. It's all the same. Honor. Now, I've been married twice. And I've been divorced twice. And I'm not giving out marriage advice. I'm not giving out relationship advice. And if you think it invalidates what I'm saying, that I've been divorced, then go and listen to something else. But here was what honor meant to me. And this is only me. This is me and my talking monkey brain trying to make sense of the world. So this is what I came up with. Honoring my wife meant that I had to behave a certain way when she wasn't there. It meant that how I acted at all times as her husband made a difference. That meant that I didn't behave like I was open for business when I was around women. You know, of course, I had to talk to women. Again, keynote speaker, seminar leader, coach, consultant, and I was in sales for 36 years. So, of course, I had to talk to women. I never behaved as if I was open for business. I never made it seem like a woman had an opportunity to flirt with me or whatever. Now, if you want to flirt, that, that's your business. I don't care. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. I chose not to. While I was married, I just chose not to flirt with women. Uh, again, I don't have a judgment about it. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong to flirt. I'm just saying that for me, it felt like flirting was dishonoring my wife. So I didn't do it. That was it. Very simple. I just didn't flirt with women while I was married. Because I really believe in honor. It's the only word, uh, you know, there's a few words that are consistent in weddings, but that's the word that I remember from every single wedding that I've ever seen. Honor. I am responsible to honor this woman that I have taken as my wife, and that meant something to me. I don't think I'm a hero. I don't think I'm amazing for doing it. I just think that I took my relationship seriously, and I didn't do things to erode my relationship. And I think dishonoring your partner is a way to erode your relationship. And again, I took very seriously the concept that this was my wife, and I was her husband. I don't know how you have a foot in two worlds. I don't know how to be committed to a person while I'm behaving as if I'm not committed to a person, right? So I just chose one thing. I'm, I'm committed to this person, and I'm going to behave that way, uh, 
in every situation. You know, like when I was when I was public speaking, I'll tell you something that happened pretty consistently. And again, I don't I don't think that this makes me amazing. I just think that this is a thing that happens. I'd be up in front of a room and I'd be saying whatever I was saying, and it was usually interesting. I I don't care if that doesn't sound humble, but I'm a great public speaker. Right? And so yeah, I I had the room. They were listening, they were engaged, they were into what I was saying. And I could see one or two women in the audience starting to get googly-eyed, right? They were starting to give me that look like, oh, man, I think this guy is amazing, right? And I never took advantage of that. I could have. That's a choice people make. While the cat's away, the mice will play, all that stuff, whatever. But if I had done that, I wouldn't have been honoring my wife. And this ain't some Derek Jackson bullshit where he's, you know, oh, women are queens and all that. Shut up. Like, just being real. Like, hey, if you're married, be married. You know, I remember a, a line from a film. It's a Kenneth Branagh film, and the name of it is escaping me right now. But uh, the great Robin Williams played a small part in the film. And um, I remember one of the characters, it might have been Kenneth Branagh's character, but uh, they were talking, right? Robin Williams was talking to this other guy. And this guy was uh, frustrated that he couldn't stay off cigarettes. He would quit, he would go back, he would quit, he would go back, and he was complaining to Robin Williams about this. Man, I just can't seem to quit cigarettes. And Robin Williams said, one of the best things I've ever heard, and I've actually repeated this to men who were talking to me about their problem with infidelity. And again, it was their problem, not my judgment about it. They were saying they had a problem with infidelity. And this is what Robin Williams said. He said, hey, either be a smoker or be a non-smoker and then do that. Right? So when men talk to me about their quote unquote problem with infidelity, which is not a problem, it's just a choice, right? You're making a choice. But when men come to me with that, I say either be a faithful husband or don't be, but either way, whatever you choose, be that. And again, it doesn't make me a hero that I chose to be a faithful husband. I was literally just keeping my word. I mean, isn't that what vows are? The definition of a vow is a solemn oath. That's when people say, I'd like to renew my vows. I say, you don't have to. It's fun to have a ceremony if you want to, but you literally never have to renew vows because vows don't need renewing. They are a solemn oath. And if you're not sure what the word solemn means, that's a life and death thing. So when I was up, in front of a judge, giving my word, speaking a solemn oath, I took it seriously. Again, doesn't make me a genius, doesn't make me a hero. I just did what I said I was going to do. And I have no sense of irony or shame or guilt in the fact that I divorced two women. They didn't keep their end of the bargain, and that's fine. They're not bad people. I love them both. But 
I kept my word. And ultimately, that's what wedding vows are about. So don't get hung up on the language of my wife, my husband. That's necessary. And I think it's right to include that kind of language in a vow. And always remember to honor your partner. You know, there's this word that people use, and I'll end on this thought. And that word is, or I guess it's a phrase, significant other. We refer to the people that we're with as our significant other. So if you don't treat that person differently than you treat all other people, where's the significance? Like, I'll give you a little example, and this might seem cheesy, but it's it's real to me. When we used to sit down and watch TV, one of the things I would love to do is put my hand on my wife's thigh. I love the way her thigh felt. Then again, I loved the way all parts of her felt, but that's what I used to do when we would watch TV. I would, I would put my hand on her thigh. Now, here's the thing. I never did that to any other woman in in a public or private setting. You know, by private, you know, once in a while I'd have a meeting with a woman in her office. That's as private as it got. But if I put my hand on another woman's thigh, then that first woman, my wife, loses her significance. Like I said, I'm no genius, folks. I don't say this to be funny. I say this literally. I'm a talking monkey. But I have figured out some simple things in life. So anyway, that's my thoughts on that. As always, peace, love, and granola. Talk to you soon.